0: Welcome to Thrive Lathrop Podcast. Here at our church, we believe that everyone can thrive. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and enjoy this life-changing message. Well, good morning. Good morning. Everyone's doing good today, and then, yeah. I know that hour's a little different, but uh, it's all good. A little bump today. I don't know if you know, but uh, I teach high school math. I'm a high school math teacher, and... Uh, Today, I am so bummed I'm not in my classroom, because today is a special math day. You guys know what it is? It's Pi Day! March 14th, 314. The number Pi is 3.1416278. That's as far as I can go. And it's the only day in my classroom where you can actually uh, eat pie. And I tell the kids, okay, bring your pie, circular. It has to be circle, or if you want to bring a brownie, a cake. Awesome, but... First, you got to measure the radius and the diameter to get the circumference and the area of that pie before you are able to eat it. But uh, it's on a Sunday, so I feel very, very bummed about that. But anyways, we're here in church. I'm excited to come give you a word, and we are kicking off a new series. This changes everything. As we're leading up to Easter, how many know God's not dead? Man, he's not dead. Okay, I know Theaters are closed and stuff is shut down, but God has not closed. Amen. Amen. God's not dead, so um, this changes everything. I tell you what, the resurrection of Jesus changed everything. But, you know, in order to be resurrected, you also had to die. And if you had to die, you also had to be born. So when Jesus was born, Christmas, history changed. When Jesus died on the cross, the world changed, and everything changed when on the third day he rose from the grave. So this is our theme we're kicking off, and we're going to be centered around John chapter 14 for the next few weeks here. And I'm kicking it off here, so I want to invite you, let's stand to our feet. If you have your Bible on an app, if not, we got it on the screens, but let us read together John chapter 14. Verses 1 through 7. Do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him. And have seen him. God, we ask for your spirit to speak into our hearts and into our lives. In Christ's name, amen. Go ahead and have a seat. I am the way. Have you ever been in a meeting or a gathering when a bombshell announcement was made? What? Like I said, I've been teaching for a couple years and I was at a Christian high school up in Lodot. Loved that school. I mean, it was so awesome and and great, great kids, great staff. And the principal who hired me was just very so supportive. And those of you who are teachers in education, you understand the importance of having great administrative support. And this is a good Christian man, went to Bethany College, where I was from. So, you know, he was a good guy. So we were having our faculty meeting. And he walks in, and he tells us, staff, I'll be leaving at the end of this school year. Um, I'm done. And, and we're like, what? I mean, I love this guy. I mean, he, he gave me paid time off when we got aided. He gave me paid time off, you know, and to bereave me when my dad was sick and passed away of cancer. I mean, this man, I mean, he ministered. He prayed with me. He got my back when parents were complaining about, you know, too much work I'm giving. But he had my back. And I think, oh, man, he's leaving. I remember September 10, 2019, I'm at another Christian high school in Stockton. Regular faculty meeting. You know, we're all there. Us teachers just talking and stuff. And here comes a principal. Walks in. Prays with us as we always do to open up our meeting. He prays. And he says, just make an announcement here. Um, We just sold the school to Lincoln Unified. Um, So this will be the last ever school year of this school. I'm like, what? I go, my son's in kindergarten. He's supposed to be here for 12 years. (laughs) You know? I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean you sold the school? Okay? And, And one year ago this past Friday... In an emergency faculty meeting, we were told, the school is shutting down, and we are now going to transition to online teaching and learning. And I looked at all the senior veteran teachers, and was like, what's that? What's that? And some of you were in that place, and your own business, you understand, like all of a sudden, got together, you know, we're, we're closing down the business, we're shutting down, we're going to be off, and I mean, it was just a bombshell announcement. Wow. The reason why Jesus said what he said in John 14 is because in John chapter 13, he made some bombshell announcements at the Last Supper. Actually, he made a few bombshell announcements. First, he said, you know, one of you is going to betray me. (laughs) One of you here, one of you 12 is going to betray me. Okay. And then probably the bigger one, he said, I'm only going to be with you a little longer. You will look for me. And I'll tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. What? We can't come. And then, you know, Peter said, well, I'm going to go with you no matter what. And then Jesus said, well, guess what, Peter? You're going to deny me three times. (laughs) But they were, I mean, the disciples' jaws dropped when they heard that Jesus was going to leave them. Confused, maybe dumbfounded, bewildered, maybe even angry, frustrated. I know some of you guys felt that this past year. Jesus, you're going somewhere and we can't go with you? I mean, you're leaving us, uh, uh, banning us, uh, doesn't make sense. I mean, you're the Messiah, where are you going? You're the son of God. What's this about? You're the conquering king, the son of David. We've been following you for the past three years. Now you're leaving us to fend for ourselves? What's going on? Some of you know that experience, those feelings, those sort of emotions before. Jesus knew and understood why his disciples were feeling the way they were and why they would Say what they were saying. He understands your frustrations too. Jesus knew everything was going to change in a number of hours. And things were really going to change in three days. So what was Jesus' response? John chapter 14. Because he knew they needed some peace. And the way of peace is to trust his presence. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, then you believe also in me. Now, in the original Greek, these verbs here are what we call imperatives, meaning these were commands that Jesus was giving. So in other words, stop troubling your hearts. Stop worrying. It was like, please, please don't get hurt. Please don't. No. Affirmative. Imperative. Stop worrying. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Please believe me. You no, know, you, you can still believe me. Believe. So in their confusion and frustration, he was firm. He said, hey, stop. Stop. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus was making a point to his disciples. They believe in a God whom they have never seen, right? the, the, The disciples believe in a God who they have never seen. So they can still believe in him, even if he's not going to be with them physically. Trust his presence. The way to peace, trust his presence. Because, you know, later on in a couple chapters down the road, John chapter 16, Jesus tells them the Holy Spirit will be with them. I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the comforter will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. See, you believe God is everywhere and always with you? And you guys believe that, me, Jesus, I'm the son of God, right? Then believe that I am and will always be with you. My spirit, my presence will be with you so you can have peace. Don't let your hearts be troubled. The way of peace is to trust his presence. That's why we say he's the prince of peace, right? Believe. Now, I believe the gospel of John and the apostle who wrote this, I believe he kind of uses the word believe in a very, what I say, is emphatic sense. Because I believe that it should probably be better translated as trust. Trust in God. Trust also in me. So we can fully understand John's attention. Today. You know, because there's really... A line between believe and trust. I believe that. I believe he's my husband. Do I trust him? I believe you're my friend. But do I trust you? See, believe can roam around in your head. But it takes true heart to trust. Don't you know that? By trusting, believing in his presence, you are more blessed than the disciples? Yeah. Doubting Thomas, and we'll get to him later on, also, but you you know, kind of remember this kind of jump ahead when Jesus died on the cross, and then Peter, John, and some other disciples, they saw Jesus resurrected, and he said, Thomas, he's alive. Like, yeah. Thomas, like, yeah. Right. He's not alive. Until I see the nails in his hands or the scars in in his foot, I don't believe. And guess what? Jesus shows up. And this is what Jesus told him. Because you have seen me, you have believed. But, but blessed are those, blessed are those who have not seen, yet have believed. That's you and me. That's you and me. You're more blessed because you haven't seen, but we believe the way to peace is trusting, believing with all your heart that Jesus is always with you. And he promises to never leave us or forsake us. Because guess what? The way of hope is to trust his promises. The way to hope is to trust his promises. My father's house has many rooms. If it weren't so, I would have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go prepare a place, I will come back and take you to be with me. So Jesus, you guys are wondering why I'm going. Well, guess what? I need to prepare a place for you. And guess what? I'm the only one who can do it. I'm the only one can do preparative base. I'm the only one to prepare this. I'm really the only one who can do it because I'm the only one who can die on the cross for your sins. So that's why you can't come with me now. I mean, that's why Jesus was trying to get to them. So don't let your hearts be troubled. I'm coming back. He's coming back, folks. He's coming back. Be ready. Have hope. Have hope. Jesus was assuring them that he will make good on all his promises because they were thinking, wait a minute, you know, all that stuff you said then, you know, by the kingdom of God and all that, come in and you're the Messiah. I mean, are you going back? No, he said, no, nah, I'm keeping them. I'm keeping them. I'm going away to prepare a place, and I'm coming back to bring you with me. Jesus, understanding their frustrations, shows his disciples that there is a big light at the end of this seemingly dark tunnel that they are about to enter. And there is a great reward after going through this maze of confusion. And if you get stuck, there's a good thing, or lost, no worry, I'm coming back. I'll get you out. I'm coming back, have hope. Jesus is the way to hope. He's the way out of this confusing maze that we call life. The return of Jesus, the second coming, the rapture event, the parousia—it's called and known in our doctrines as the blessed hope. The blessed hope of Jesus Christ—that He's coming back. He promises. Trust His promises. Have faith. I'm teaching my high school Bible class right now. This is how, this is what faith is, and I use it an acronym, and some of you know this. F-I-T-H, forsaking all, I trust him. Forsaking all, I trust him. Hebrews 11, one, faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. What are his promises? To be with you, to protect you, to be your strength, to answer you when he calls, to provide for you, to give you peace, to always love you. I saw this acronym, another one for hope, H-O-P-E. I know there's a lot of them, but I looked at this one, I was like, wow, this is what, this is what I want to share. H-O-P-E, holding onto promises, even though, hope, holding to promises, even though, the way to hope, trust his promises, trust his promises, and then the way to God, trust his person. Jesus answered, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This verse which is one of the popular verses up there with John 3:16, Psalms 23, Philippians 4:13, I can do all things through Christ. I am the way, the truth and the life. But do you realize that verse 6 was an answer was Jesus's answer to a question. Thomas asked the question, the one that would doubt him. He said, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? I mean, that's an honest question. I mean, come on. You're, okay, okay, you're leaving. But, you know, we don't know where you're going. See, the biggest anxiety of the disciples was not knowing how to get to where Jesus was going. I mean, that was it. I mean, it's one thing he said, whatever, well, was going to betray him. And then he tells Peter he's going to deny him. But then their thing was, wait a minute, you're leaving, you're going. Um, we can't go with you now, um, but, you know, uh, where are you going? You said we know the way. I'm not sure what's going on here. You know, so Jesus trying to say, you know, you don't need to know how to get there because I'm coming to get you. See, it is a reaffirmation of all he had just promised them. It's a beautiful promise. Have you ever been driving in an unfamiliar town, and you stop to ask for directions. Now, I've had a couple experiences, you know. Oh yeah, just go down here, make a right at that market, make a left at the liquor store, make another right, and then make a left, and then there's a man there, his name's Jerome. He goes, he's my cousin, ask him, because I'm not from here. (laughs) Now, I mean, wouldn't it be much better if that person would say, Hey man, just follow me. I'll take you there. That's what Jesus does. He doesn't show us the direction to God, He carries us there. He carries us there. He show, he He say, Follow me. Whether we die or He takes us in the rapture, we know we can trust Him to take us to the Father's house. Jesus is ultimately going to God by way of the cross. Trust me, Jesus says. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a map. Yeah. I'm the way. Yeah. I'm the only way. Yeah. 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 Then the way to live. Trust his process. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, th- I mean, the disciples didn't like what was happening. They didn't like it. I mean, what is this? You know, I didn't sign up for this. You know, follow you and do get into some, some crazy things. And now you're going to leave us and you're saying, well, yeah, you know, don't let your hearts be troubled, all this, you know, but man, you know, why does it have to happen like this? Because there's only One way to God, Jesus. Jesus is the way. The only begotten son is the only way. This is the way. Pastor Eric kind of got mad at me. I told him, you know, I want to title this sermon, The Mandalorian Jesus. This is the way. Some of you watch it. I love that, you know, that program. We watched watch it with my family. And, you know, obviously it's an honor code for Mandalorians that they can't take off their helmet in public. Um, just a code of honor, you know. And the thing was is that this is the way, you know. If not, then don't put on that helmet, okay. This is the way. And the same thing. This Jesus is the way. The only way. And this is how you gotta do. You, I'm going to show. I'm take you there. I'll show you. I'm going there. Trust me. Man, I'm so thankful for Cobra Kai. Man, you know that the Karate Kid sequel. I don't know if you guys, you know, remember? It's like, hey, yeah, that's my era, man. Karate Kid came out. You know, it was like, woo, man. This is something we needed. And, uh, you know, then it came back, like, oh, I mean, all that thing. Daniel, Johnny Lawrence, you know, it's like, woo. But, you know, let's go back to the original movie, okay? We, you know, if you haven't seen it, and I'm talking about Ralph McChail not Jaden Smith, okay? I saw that one wasn't as good, okay? You know, but, you know, Daniel. Daniel didn't like giving all this free labor to Mr. Miyagi, his sensei. You know, it's like, what is this? I'm painting your fence up, down, you know, side, side. I'm, you know, sanding your floor, you know, washing your cars, you know. I was like, you know, like, what is this? You know, what is this? But it was a process for him to truly understand and appreciate this skilled art. And once Daniel trusted the process, he began to thrive. A thriving life, a thriving life trust is Jesus's process. It's his way. It's his way. God, the father had to send his son because that's the way it had to happen. He had, that's the way. And Jesus, the son of God has to die. That is the way. That's what needs to happen. And on the third day, he's gonna be resurrected because that is the way. Do you know the way? Do you know the way? I love Proverbs, Christian fortune cookies. There is a way that appears right, but in the end, it leads to death. There is a way that appears to be right. Man, there's a lot of ways. It appears to be right, but in the end, pretty bad consequence. Do you know the way to peace? Do you know the way to hope? Do you know the way to God? Do you know the way to life, to live? There's a lot of right ways, but do you know the way? Pastor Eric touched on it last week. Isaiah 55, verses eight and nine. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than yours thoughts. Do you know the way to peace? Not the bottle, not smoky weed not getting your car and driving off for 200 miles? Do you know the way to hope? Not your next husband, your next wife. Not that next job. Do you know the way to God? You can't do anything. Our works are like filthy rags before God. I'm good. I help a cat down the tree. It's only one way. It's only one way. Do you know the way to live? Because I'm telling you, maybe that's the wrong question. Because the question isn't, do you know? Do you trust? That's the question. Do you trust The way to peace means trust. Trust his presence. He's there. You might not see him, but he's there. Do you know, do you trust the way to hope? It's trusting in his promise. His promises are true. His promises are true. Do you trust the way to God? Trust his person. He is the one that died on the cross for us. Do you trust the way to live? Because it's his process. Trust it. Trust it. And you'll thrive. Trust his presence. Trust his promise. Trust his person. Trust his process. This is the way. This is the only way. Let's pray. God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for peace, for hope, for bringing us, reconciling us to God, to showing us how to live a life that's abundant. Life that is eternal God forgive us forgive us for sometimes we we believe but sometimes sometimes we just don't trust forgive us sometimes God we lack that trust help us help us God we know that you are the way help us to trust your way your way. Not my way. Your way. Not Pastor Eric's way. Your way. Your way. God. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Give God praise. Thank you. Again, as we close our time, thank you for joining us and online as well. And just want to remind you for those that are here, ushers in the back, for your any giving offering. We also have boxes out there you can put them into. Again, we have a great week. Easter's coming. Have a good week. And again, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day tonight. Devotion night. Five o'clock. You will be blessed. God bless you. Thank you again for tuning into our podcast. For more info, please visit our website at ThriveLathrop.com. Have an amazing rest of your week.